It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike. We're talking about the Democrats running for Congress, uh, or running for Congress, running for president. How about that? I'm sure there are some Democrats running for Congress somewhere, uh, including here in the state of Utah. Uh, but for president, we're gonna, how about we focus our attention on the presidential race right now and the Democrats who are competing with one another. We've had two opportunities uh, to get a peek inside the heart of uh, American Democrat voters. Uh, first time in Iowa. Ooh, did you hear? Did you hear that the chairman of the Iowa Democratic Party has resigned? I, I don't want to. It's it's not graceful to gloat or to celebrate when someone loses a job, even uh, after bungling so extremely the Iowa caucuses, as uh, was the case for the Iowa Democratic Party chairman. But. I think that's absolutely the right move. Uh, Of course it is. If there is any chance for Iowa to hold on to its uh, position as the first in the nation uh, in terms of caucuses in the next presidential round, this is obviously something that had to happen. Now, that's not to say that I think that Iowa should retain that position. Uh, I've heard some very creative and uh, interesting uh, suggestions on how to adjust the calendar when it comes to primaries and caucuses, and uh, that's a conversation for another day. But uh, very interesting nonetheless. We have had a few opportunities to see uh, what American voters feel in Iowa. It was pretty much split between uh, Mayor Pete and Senator Sanders. Uh, Bernie Sanders getting the popular vote there. That was the first bit of data they shared with us. But the ultimate, uh, the one that counted, uh, were the delegate equivalents. That, of course, went to uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. A slightly different story rolls a little bit reversed once we got to New Hampshire. Anyway, that will continue to play out. That race uh, is going to be an exciting one to watch. It's pretty neat. Um, regardless of your politics, uh, I think, and maybe I'm a nerd in this regard, I do enjoy the uh, the strategy and the uh, resources that are poured into these races, which brings me to the topic at hand, the resources, the expense, the money being poured into uh, this race. These candidates are spending massive sums of money to try to get out the vote, but some have much larger uh, war chests than others, and where they're spending their money could be just as important as how much is being spent. Uh, Let me tell you, this all started, my attention on this topic started as we were sharing kind of links to stories and ideas for topics and segments on this program early this morning. And uh, <laughs> I got this link shared with me, and I'm almost bashful to read it out loud. It, it's from the New York Times, and it says, Michael Bloomberg's campaign suddenly drops memes everywhere. Now, I think, I think I'm think i a millennial. I'm 34 years old, be 35 in a few weeks. Uh, I think that puts me right in the, the millennial camp. And the analysis of these memes being spread around social media, specifically on Instagram by by Mike Bloomberg, uh, folks are praising this as uh, a, just a genius move. Not just the not just the memes and not just Instagram, but all of the Michael Bloomberg 
presence on social media. Here, real quick, to get you caught up to speed, is an ABC News reporter, Whit Johnson, has uh, an update on just this. Bernie Sanders riding a wave of momentum after his narrow win in New Hampshire amid record turnout. But a majority of the state's votes going to moderate candidates, split between Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar. The still crowded field perhaps leaving the door open for billionaire Michael Bloomberg, the former New York City mayor spending hundreds of millions of his own dollars building support in Super Tuesday states and even dropping sponsored memes branding himself as the cool candidate. Tongue-in-cheek marketing targeting younger, social media-savvy voters. I, ugh, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I've seen some, and listen, you might say that, oh, yeah, well, of course, you never like Democrat stuff. Well, I, that's not true, first off. And second, this is uh, a separate and apart from politics. I, I know about memes. Uh, I am not a big fan of them. I do get the humor. I think it's funny sometimes. My, uh, we've got a, like a text message feed between myself and my uh, sisters, and we will trade them back and forth, uh, and it's funny, and it is good for inside jokes, and it's a good way to get a little distracting chuckle uh, in the midst of uh, you know, a hard-working day. But it is just that, a distraction. If you look at these memes, uh, and there are a number of examples of them in this New York Times article that I've got here in front of me, there is no—I have not seen the substance removed so thoroughly from an argument and a platform and a position than uh, is the case in these memes. There is nothing. You don't know about— platforms or positions. You don't know what a candidate, specifically Mike Bloomberg, wants to do for you. You don't know what uh, his plans for immigration are or anything like that. It is just this cute little, how can we sink our teeth into uh, these types of folks that just scroll through the Instagram feed, uh, clicking on the hearts from uh, time to time. How can we make them think that we're cool? Uh, Well, the way that Mike Bloomberg is doing it, is he's teaming up with, and some of these words I'm not even comfortable saying because I don't accept them into my own lexicon as real things. First off, meme. Not a big fan of that word. This next word, also not a big fan of the word influencer. Influencer. Have you... Okay, let me save that rant, but I'll tell you. Uh, these influencers are on the receiving end of a good deal of money uh, from Mike Bloomberg. And, and Bloomberg's tactics are, you know, he certainly, I think, would accept the role of president, if he were to win, polls do not indicate that that's going to be the likelihood. But he has made it known that regardless, regardless of whether or not he is the Democratic nominee, he will support whoever is and that his ultimate goal is to remove from office President Donald Trump. And he's doing so in this fashion with these uh, memes by paying the influencers. Uh, Anyway, as I look through the like the Twitter handles and the Instagram uh, names of these various folks who are putting the memes out and who are receiving money from uh, Bloomberg, I realize that I'm probably out of touch. I don't know that I recognize any of these folks and they were selected because they have, you know, tons and tons of followers. The the collective uh, number is 60 million followers among a group of maybe, let me see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 10, 15, maybe 20 max uh, Instagram handles. Maybe that's what I should be doing. Maybe we ought to uh, turn our sights on Instagram. Uh, maybe we should make some memes promoting uh, this new program here on KSL Radio. Well, 
talk to the producer staff after that and see about it. Anyway, uh, alongside their efforts across the country and on social media, uh, there are uh, some candidates who have come here to Utah to engage in some like conventional stand up in front of a group, give a speech, answer a few questions uh, type operations. Uh, the most recent one we've learned of is Mayor Pete will be in town, I think, next week. And uh, we don't know where. We have no idea where uh, Mayor Pete will be uh, appearing. We do know that it's in Salt Lake City. And get this. This is pretty cheeky. Uh, That's another word I'm not a big fan of, but I used it nonetheless. Uh, Pretty cheeky on the part of uh, Mayor Pete. He sent out uh, like a blast email to everyone, and it said, I'm coming to Salt Lake City. I'm going to share with you my vision. Uh, I'm going to answer your questions, uh, and it's going to be on this day at this time in Salt Lake City. If you want to know exactly where it's happening, uh, send your, your email address, and I'll share with you uh, the full details. Well, I, you know, I, will, I wanted to know. I wanted to know which venue had won. If I maybe knew someone involved with the running of that venue, I might call them. And so in an investigative sense, I... <laughs> Put my email address in there. And, well, I don't know yet where this event is coming, although it was promised to me. I think I accidentally became a, P- a Mayor Pete Buttigieg supporter uh, because I sent my email address. They send me all kinds of flattering emails now with, very generous of them, so many opportunities to give my money to their campaign. Anyway, so we'll see. We don't yet know where the mayor will be appearing, uh, but he's coming to town, as have many other uh, members of uh, this group of folks trying to become your president. And later on, if we have some time in the program, I'll share with you some of the things that these candidates have said, either while in Utah or about Utah. In the next segment, we're going to talk about reading. It is important, and there are some groups here in Utah that would like Utah's youth uh, to get excited about reading. I'm going to share you how it's being done next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.